Welcome, everybody. This is How to English. Teach and learn with Gavin M. It's a podcast about teaching and learning English as a foreign language. All opinions are personal, and references will be given where possible. Did you like the different intro, Gav? The fact that I、oh. said the bit you normally say, and you said the bit I usually say. Yes, I did. Why did we do that? Because we're keeping it fresh. We are keeping it fresh. You know, before we start, I need to just say a few things. Fresh. Go on. Yeah.、Um, oh, I wanted to say thanks so much to everyone for the feedback. For what they said about last week's episode, we got loads of really good,、um, positive comments、That's、from、nice. our listeners. I'm very pleased. And I, I was a bit to... nervous about that. It was amazing. The feedback was so positive. We got、um, something from English language every day, from Sam's English, from Professor Larissa Campos. We got something from Parlor Language Room. High Street English, English with Cami, hmm, Dossa de Ingles,、uh, Tati Teach, and Selwyn Derry, who said that it maybe went a bit over his or her head, maybe his, and、um, but I said keep persevering and you'll get there. So yeah, to、brilliant. all of those people, thank you so much.、Thank、and you.、Um, if you're not following them on Instagram, go there right now and follow all of them because they're fantastic people. So M, keeping it fresh, Gav. We're keeping it fresh, and we're going to do a bit of a chilled out one. Okay. Better. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what are we talking about today? I don't know. I've been mentioning a few, like, have you not heard me saying a couple of things? Is this like, the keeping it fresh thing? It's keeping it fresh. Do, can you explain to me what does it mean to keep it fresh? Well, it's lots of things. I think it's a it's a spectrum of things. It's a myriad.、Um, I think like basic things like keeping the room fresh. Oh yes, like op- open open the window. Absolutely, I've、yeah. got a lesson every Wednesday morning. I go into a room that has recently been vacated by a previous class, or、um, it's another English lesson going on. Yes, and let's just say it's not fresh. Not fresh in that room. I don't know how they managed to all stay in there for an hour and a half. Oh wow! And does it smell no... of people?、Mm-hmm. There's、yeah. no air. It's like. They've had the doors closed, the windows closed, no aircon. Nobody seems to ever notice or、oh, say anything because、oh. every single time, like without fail, I go in there and I just have to hold my breath, run、and、to the window, open everything <laughs> up, and then go out again, and, and then go a, back in five minutes, and it's fine. Just after an hour and a half's lesson. Yeah. Ooh. It's probably like I don't know six people in there. Oh, okay. Is it quite a small room? Quite small room and、um, just yeah that that fog that you get in、yeah. the room you can't help it I mean it's not particularly well, you could open the window well, you, you can't the help the fog be, like being there but exactly yeah I just think like open the window and especially now in this current situation current we climate. have. Of you know being very germ aware and just、yeah. getting the air circulating around and、yeah. letting people didn't you say Gav some very interesting information that I heard you talking about the other day about having the windows open in schools? It's something like twenty five percent. You'll have to quote this.、Um, 
you're looking at me like... I know, I'm blank now. You I, said I, to me that there was a study done of school children and if they don't have the windows open, it's something like 25% of their brain capacity not used oh, or something cause like that. because it was too much CO2 in the room. Yeah. Yeah, it does affect your... Uh, thanks for that. I'll have to find that. That was in a book, actually. Oh, That's shit, okay. Yeah, yeah, good. Did you... Mm-mm. Just say... I'm keeping it fresh. I don't think I've sworn before. <laughs> I'm going to put explicit on this episode. Oh. Sorry. That's okay. Um, I'm yes, just but you're breaking right. all the rules. You're right. Fre- uh, fresh fresh air is really good for learning. There's, yeah. there's some studies behind that stuff. Yeah, so thanks. not just for you know your own personal preference of yeah. having nice, clean air, but it is... The- it's scientifically proven to help people learn. Do you think some teachers or students carry air fresheners around with them? I don't know. Maybe. Because that's an idea, isn't it? it... I ooh, hate those things. Okay. I feel like it's just killing me slowly. Okay. Well, uh, maybe an alternative to opening the windows of a room that smells, you could actually just choose a different location. No. How do you do that? Choose a different room. But a lot say, of the time the room is allocated today, for Today, I would like to go into this room... Mm. Well, I don't think that's always easy to do. You can have lessons outside. People do that, don't they? There's so many things that go wrong when you oh, change trees. rooms, aren't there? Oh, you, yeah. <laughs> like the company assigns you, the school <laughs> assigns you a room. Yeah. And then, then people arrive and then the wrong people arrive because th- this this room was for you last week, but now you're in that room yeah. this week. and then And then you end up with people from different classes in the same room and then they think oh this person must be known <laughs> i remember that it's all very organized and you can't just pick a room it's can't like, just say anarchy i want to be in that room today can you no it's not oh, that okay. simple it's a very finely tuned system well i was thinking more maybe if you're teaching in cafes you can just say to your student or student say to your teacher <laughs> i'd like to go to this cafe yeah. this week, or i'm going to sit on that table over there just just yeah. changing your don't, Oh, you mean just keep... Environment. Oh, you're not talking about the air now. I was thinking, like, don't sit next to the I toilets. I had moved on. I thought... But you mean just keeping the environment fresh. Don't sit next to the toilets. See what, well, it's a very important thing to remember. I see what you're saying, though. Yeah, fresh environment, new space. Yeah. Different location. Yeah. You, you segued there, and I didn't know. Uh, did you not realise? No, Sorry. I thought we were still talking about air. Okay. Well, I just... You know, because there's... You might teach them in the cafe. You Maybe you're, you teach... Uh, in your office or your your student's office mm. and you could just say oh let's have the boardroom today let's go to the canteen yeah. today or something yeah, yeah. just just change it up it's palpable isn't it when you're in a new space like I was in um, one of the big boardrooms the other day that we'd never been in because our room was booked or something so we had to go into this room for like 25 people with there was only three students mm-hmm. and it was just amazing. Like we spent twenty minutes just talking about the room and the, the boards and the you know who gets to sit here and mahogany the, table exactly and all the snacks that you'd have if you were on this floor. Oh. It was like the penthouse suite of the the building. There are some fancy offices, aren't there? Yeah, we talked about the view. That was oh. an amazing like panorama of the city. So that was like twenty thirty minutes, just that, just That's because perfect. we'd changed rooms literally. That's for that keeping reason. it fresh. It was. It was great. So. Oh, yeah, location is important. Yeah, definitely. Or, or even just seat. Like, okay, yes. student A, you sit in that yes. seat over there. Student B, you sit 
over there. Do you call them by letters then? In I, your... did, I didn't want to. I didn't want to say actual names <laughs> as right. students because they might be listening. You mean, for example, like okay, <laughs> yeah. I thought you meant like you will be assigned a letter. At which I begin... suppose is better than at the, the number. beginning of the course. You will be student <laughs> A because you arrived first. Student B was second. Mm. Unfortunately, student C left, so we'll have to change. We've it. skipped it, and now yeah. we're okay. So yeah, I agree. It's really good. Just change up the the room dynamics as well. Not just the room itself, but just you know, get students in different positions and move the tables. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> I, I thought we could also suggest moving morning classes to afternoon or evening classes, just to keep it fresh. Yes. Because you might find that you're a bit of a, you learn better in the afternoon or in the evening or... Yeah, I, I think that's fine if that's your own preference, but I yeah. don't think there's a good, particularly good argument for doing it just for the sake of it. You could like, try, you've got yeah. your timetable, your students have all got their lives. Maybe and then in the middle of the course you just say, right, we're going to change it all and do this. And Maybe I'm has thinking to... from the student's point of view. Go on, explain. That you might realise that you might prefer lessons in the evening yeah okay but I mean that's just I would say we did an episode on time and timing um it might be more about that rather than you mean episode 26 I yes Gav episode 26 if you haven't heard that people please go have a listen yeah I think come back we're discussing today the idea of keeping it fresh though. yes and that is not exactly well I mean it would keep it fresh it would keep it difficult how is it any different it's a bit of a headache to change your whole timetable just in the, you know, for the benefit of keeping it fresh. To that be honest, seems like a I bit think, of a weak I think reason. We're, we're going to get onto the teacher or the student deliberately making changes to their timetable or their schedules. For example, just saying, I want to have my lessons in the evening now might be a really good way to freshen up your approach to your learning. All right. Well, that's interesting. I'm not discrediting that point. I'm just saying that for or me. Or disputing would... it. Mm, that would be a bit of a nightmare for me personally. But yeah, that's good if it works for you. Sometimes just taking things and then throwing them up in the air and seeing where they land can be quite <laughs> refreshing. <laughs> okay. Even if it's classes and timetables. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. Okay. Anything on that theme that you'd like to continue with? Not, um, no, I think uh, it's a very good point, though, once you've had an established timetable for a few years. Yeah. That is incredibly From monotonous. a teacher's point of view. Anybody, I think it, it becomes a bit of a bore, doesn't oh, it? Yeah, Knowing like exactly where you're going to be. Tuesday, 7am, English lesson yeah. with M. Yeah. Yeah. That's... After After five years might... I don't know. Would that get a bit boring? Do I think? think so. I think it would, but sometimes it's reassuringly comforting as well. I don't know. I just, I, I am against it in a way because I just find it like a chore in the end. But yeah, there's. Um, we should talk about that as well. Pros and against dumping for that. students or, or or firing your teacher, but we'll we'll come to those <laughs> in a minute. Any anything else on that theme of like just literally rearranging, changing? No, no, I'm thinking more in terms of what goes on in the lessons, okay. like teaching wise. Close the book. Yeah, all right. Let's throw let's the book out the window and just have a conversation. Ask your students how you're doing. Your student, ask your teacher how they're doing. Have a nice chin wag. Mm-hmm. Keeping Is that it, what you mean? Keeping it fresh. We should get a little, <laughs> little boys. Keeping it fresh. Go on. 
Is that what you think then of keeping it fresh? Or probably for my lesson would be to actually open the book and <laughs> to say, we're going to use the book today. And the students would be like, what? What? Keeping it fresh. <laughs> exactly. That's it. Um, books though. Books. I want to talk about books. So, yeah. I remember. Well, I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> I remember my first week on the job a long time ago, probably 14 years ago. And... I was introduced to all the new books on the shelf. It was lovely, like all the new English file books and the in company oh. and a market leader. And I was like, wow, all these books, they're so nice. You know, I don't know what year that was exactly. Mm. Um, go on, Gav, maths. What was 14 years ago? 2000 and... Six. About 2006. So we're looking at all those new editions. And then I looked around the room and I saw all the teachers there planning their lessons. And they were using... I think it was like 1998 English file. Oh. And I was thinking, what what am I missing? Like, what's going on here? We've got all these new books, <laughs> new lovely, shiny, shiny, shiny books new books with colour pictures. With and, perfect spines. Yeah, and they were talking about CD players and stuff that were really you know, new at the time and great technology, <laughs> relevant, you know. It comes with a CD. Topics were relevant. <laughs> and then I'm looking at all these teachers, like, planning lessons with cassettes and stuff. And I didn't get it. Wow. And then I think a couple of years later, can I you, got it. Can you explain? I got it. Because you spend a hell of a lot of time planning. It's a lot of, you know, planning that you have to do. You spend a hell of a lot of time planning the book. And eventually, I suppose after six months a year, you've got your whole, like, you know, your activities, you know what goes with which unit of which book, you know exactly how to teach that unit. And you love it because you know exactly what you're doing and the next course you get, you literally have to just go through the motions again and okay, teach what you know. You know. And then this new book comes along and you're the- like, oh my God, I've got to do it all again. I've got to learn all oh this no. book again. I've got to go From through. the start. So you don't. You just keep going with the same book. Oh, okay. I think that's what happened. And these these teachers were using, like, old copies of English file, and I just thought... Old editions. I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. Right. And I do it, I mean, we've already said our methods. I like yeah. to write on the photocopies. I've seen of some book. of the references. They're from the 90s. Yeah. And 80s. I, I like these activities, <laughs> and I like, you know, I keep the, the book as a kind of photocopied book with all my notes on it. But every couple of years when they bring out a new one, I have to do the thing. I have to purge myself and I just literally take it all and I put it in the recycling. Oh, no, all that And paper. I say goodbye to it. Oh, no. All your favourite activities. All my favourite... Well, just that, those notes from that book, from oh, that, okay. that edition of English file. Oh, I see. I might keep some activities because often the units are pretty similar, like okay. they're doing present perfect. But present it's... perfect, present perfect, isn't Yeah, it? so I'll keep the activities, and some of those are old. But, yeah, I just think using old books, it's hard, and it isn't fresh. What do you mean it's hard? It sounds really easy if you just use old books. Well, it is, it's hard in some ways because you... You say, I mean, as old, they get older and older and eventually you have to say, well, yeah, we don't use these things anymore and this, this doesn't really happen now. Yeah, I um, remember I had a worksheet and I was showing the student and he said, it's got a DVD player. And I said, well, some people use DVDs still. And he looked at me like, who? Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's only a certain amount of time you can really make that argument yeah. and then you just have to let that go. And, you know, I tried editing some things, like putting new pictures on things or... Yeah, but eventually it's just really bad. Like, and some of the topics they talk about are so dodgy. Like some of the old, really old English textbooks, 
you know, it's so strange. Like what? I'm trying to think <laughs> of an example. Just stereotypes. Oh, okay, yeah. Really dodgy a, stereotypes. A stereotyping. Of, of, you know, men and women and people from different young places. And old. And young yeah. and old. And, okay. Yeah. And it, it, they're getting better, as we've uh, also mentioned in our, what was it, politically correct uh, episode. language episode. Yeah, exactly. Episode 27, Em. Episode 27. Um, if you haven't heard it, go back. It is definitely getting better, but you have to keep it fresh. You have to keep up with... I mean, these people are working really hard on editing these books and making them really relevant for the year it is. Yeah. Yeah. Do them a favour and use them. Yes, use those new books, learn that new stuff, and um, that's going to benefit the students because they're not going to be talking about things that they don't know anything about. Yeah, probably. Exactly. Exactly. Unless the student's older, then it might be perfect. No, all right. I don't know. Well, fine. There's always a perhaps. Yes, that's possible. But I'm just saying, in general, right? Gav, your turn. I Talk agree. A bit. Dump the students. What? Just dump them. What? Just get rid of them. Just like fire them. Say that's it. I've had enough of you. I'm bored. I want some fresh people. Controversial, what you would say that to your class? We don't actually say that. You say, oh, I'm really sorry, but from Monday to Friday, from nine in the morning until five in the evening, I'm not free anymore that's, to take your class. I suppose that's if you have the luxury of having so many classes oh, absolutely. that you can get rid of some. If you don't have a choice, don't do that. Mm. That's, that's... You're going to keep this bit in? <laughs> yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay. And students, fire your teacher. If your teacher's rubbish and um, talks <laughs> all the time and doesn't encourage you and, and you don't feel like you're improving your English, just fire your teacher. Get a new don't one. be precious. There are so many teachers out there, so many brilliant teachers out there. All right, so just keep going till you find one you like yes. and stick with it. Yes. Stick or twist. That's the thing. You know, sometimes it's better the devil you know. Does this make any sense? Um, no. You don't want to jump out of the frying pan into the fire, do you, Gav? Sure, but I still wouldn't. Li- I, I don't know. I'm a bit I just, I, I take, I take students and, and I say, tell me about your previous teacher. And they tell me and I think, oh, I <laughs> think that you spent too long with a teacher that wasn't really focused on improving your English. But then everyone's got a teacher that... That was the most that polite they, way I could say that. <laughs> a lot of people have got a teacher they remember being really awful and they might think, well, this is this person is better than that person, so maybe it's better to keep someone that's okay. I think it's an, no, in, I don't think an so. internal battle. I think there are so many teachers out there. But I think when you get a good one, you kind of know. Yes, yes. If you find a good teacher, keep them. Yeah. Because there are so many bad teachers out there. It's that is really is it Marie Kondo thing? If you pick it up and it sparks joy, you know? If you when you think about having your lesson, yeah. it's gotta be like it sparks joy. Oh. Like you you feel excited and oh, you, I like that. you kind of think, Yeah, rather than any other negative emotion. That's inspiring. And that's a good way to think about it. Like go with your gut. That that initial feeling of, all right, I've had this teacher for a month, how do I feel about my next lesson? Really? Happy or not? Yeah, but also intellectually, do you feel that you're improving in your English? Not just, I really like those lessons because the teacher talks about their travels all over the world. Yeah, I didn't say for any, like, yeah. I'm not sure I trust my guts when it goes to making decisions. I just think you've got to have a positive association with the the person that you're going to have all that time and spend all that money with. And it's got to feel good. I agree. Definitely. I was going to just say a bit more about books. Well, not so much books, but lessons. Like, as we 
we're talking about books and, you know, using the same books from a long time ago. It's the same also for lessons, I think. How do you mean? If you've had a lesson that you've used a lot, is it fresh? No. Well, well, you think it is. I've heard you say before you do it every time and it's I like could, the first time. I could do the same lesson for the rest of my life and it would be like the first time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I do, but I, I learn so much uh, from teaching the same lesson and, and honing those skills that I really know how to teach it well. So it doesn't get boring for you? Not you really. Feel... It gets a bit weird once if you're sort of teaching it five times in one day and then you think... I don't remember if I've done the second page or not. <laughs> and then you have to ask the students and they think, oh, that's strange. Yeah, it can make you very confused. Yes. Um, I tend to do it, I think I might have a kind of maximum of 10 times and then I feel like I really am so sick of that lesson. Okay. I mean, that doesn't mean I don't do it again, but I yeah. need at least a break. 10 times in a row, I mean, that would be really draining for that me. That would be exhausting. Yeah, I have done that. I've had weeks where I've just done the same lesson have you yeah that's a lot well because it's like if you've got a lot of lessons and they're all similar level and then you just think oh, I can just plan the one you lesson can't, can't be bothered to plan well let's say can't be bothered could also mean haven't got the time okay you know you've got a very full week of such, teaching and such not a good much lesson. time to plan well it starts off as a good lesson on the Monday and then by the Wednesday afternoon you're like boring okay but for the students it's probably not obviously they've never no, had that lesson before exactly. so to be able to present that lesson yes on that Wednesday afternoon yes. in the same way that you did on the Monday morning yes. when you've got all that energy for that I love having new lessons I get so excited when I go into the class and I'm like, I haven't taught this before and this oh, wow. is going to be great. Yeah. But by, yeah, by midweek, I'm like, oh, God, this again. Yeah, I can understand that. And and also <laughs> it reminds me of like seasonal lessons. And, you know, if it's Halloween that week, you're going to do a lot of Halloween lessons. You're going to do the Halloween lesson, which you do every year. <laughs> no, I, I never do the same. Oh, I'm yes. not talking about Sometimes you. Sometimes I do I'm do the same about... lesson. I get halfway through and the students say, yeah, I think we've done this one. And I say, <laughs> well, good. Then you'll be really good at it. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's sort of fresh for who? Fresh for you, fresh for the student, fresh... Maybe you just need to ditch the whole lot and start again from scratch. Students or books or resources? I just mean lesson lesson planning. Okay. <laughs> like sometimes it's just to stop ditch yourself. The planning. Just to stop yourself asking all those questions of did, did I do this last year? Have we talked about this before? I yeah. just think, right, maybe just draw a line under all of that well, and start again. You could write it in your Excel sheet where you keep all the notes <laughs> of the lessons that you've taught. Really? Yeah. Do, do people have Excel sheets with all the lessons that they've taught? Of course. Wow, very professional. It is very professional. This leads me naturally to, you know, we were saying you can't always remember if you've taught the lesson before to that particular individual I or group. I do remember that, yes. Well, well, that reminds me that that happens more often the longer that you teach someone. Of course, yes. Do the students remember it if you've taught it two years ago? I, yeah, often. Yeah? Wow, that was a really amazingly memorable lesson then that you yeah. managed to give them. Yeah, or it, they just recognised the picture of the funny man leaning in the bin or something. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you get around that? Have you got a method? I Yes, I have. And that's that I find new materials every every few months. I uh -huh. move on to the next 
book. And you don't go back. You don't look back. I don't go back. No, No, unless it's very, very specific and the student says, have you got the difference between however, whatever, something like that. And then I... Okay. You know, I will probably write those materials and then I can return to them the next time the student forgets how to use them. So you've got, like, set lessons on specific topics. But I think, like, general English, you're going to have a set amount of lessons on those things. And I suppose if you get a course that you can design yourself, you're going to have to go through those main things, those big you know, grammar points or language points. Yeah, yeah. And once you've gone through that with each class, you know you've done it. So yeah. then whatever else you do can be new and fresh or whatever. And lots of practice. It's not like you can really... If you've got a mixed timetable where there's classes you've had for four years and classes you've had for six months, you can't just start from the same point with all of them, can you? Like It's not like you'd start from a six-month no, course no, of course. to the point where you every, were at a four-year class. Every class is completely different. So I think your method is quite hard for that reason. Like you don't go back. You have to really be on the ball, like what you've done with everyone. Then I don't am. you? How do you do that? You've got an Excel sheet. Because two minutes into the lesson, they say to me, "We've already done this," and I say, "I oh, know. I've got something else ready." <laughs> That's what ah, I do. Foolproof method. Another thing mm. that I was thinking was because you remember we talked about kind of long-term students. Mm-hmm. My question for you. And the entire world, I hope you're listening to all those people out there. Um, what's the longest that you've had a student? Personally, I'm thinking about four years. You're thinking, are you? Right at this moment, I'm working it out okay. and it's four years. Four years? Yeah, which that, is the longest for me. That seems like a long time. It is. So how are you, is this an individual M or are we talking group? Both. Really? Yes. So how are you keeping it fresh for these people, this person, (laughs) other than what you've already mentioned? Um, I think it's about variation of activities and topics. Yes. And trying not to repeat too often the topic that you may have talked about in the past. Remembering what that student or that group has, what their opinions are and how they have discussed things in the past is always good oh. so you can build on that like you're, okay you're saying oh i remember what you said about this thing and now this this I lesson know, we're going to get more into that i know thing. you like cats yeah and that's it it's okay. nice because you know the first lesson about cats is basic vocabulary whatever. yeah pause clause <laughs> and then you can get into some more in-depth stuff about okay i've never done a lesson about cats to be honest but yeah this is a good example you can really deep dive into that more okay um which is great because it's not maybe not fresh but it's more depth okay so the student should say em remember when we had that really kind of surface level about cats and it was all a bit superficial paws claws etc do you think we can have like a deep dive lesson on cats yes okay talk about hair that's our advice to our students then yeah 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 okay i really like the way you did that Mm, it was okay. effortless. Um, yeah, so I think that's important. Not like I think I've said in a previous episode, don't just start the lesson the same every single time. Oh, I do. How was your weekend? Yeah. And then at I the end, I can't. And then I at the can't at the end that. of the lesson, I say, "Got any plans for the weekend?" Yeah, that is just God <laughs> no. Yeah, it just I think it's a win-win. Change I love it. it up. Change it up. What were you doing just before this lesson? 
or what are you going to do directly after this lesson okay. or what was the best thing that happened to you this week what was the best thing that happened to you today um have you had breakfast i don't know what? anything just a different question just okay something that they're not expecting did you just make those questions up because they were brilliant no, i should have written them down that's what i do you oh, know? i hope students are pausing after each of those questions and thinking to themselves how would i answer right. these questions yes yeah, that's good okay I've been teaching for quite a long time and I'm going to cut that out. So what? <laughs> so I was thinking, I taught this student for like oh, about three years and then I started teaching his kids. Oh, wow. And then I started teaching his kids' partners. And it's just what? like continued. Is, oh, right, they're quite grown up then. Oh, yeah, these are adults. Okay. Um, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's wild. Is it really fresh then for you to meet the next generation? Kind of, yeah. That's a final thing. I think we should finish on that. Te- I haven't finished. Teaching but... teaching younger people <laughs> is, is oh, really that fresh. That will help to keep things fresh. Yeah. Absolutely. Old fogies like us. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just wanted to ask you something, but I think we're running out of time. Go on. What do you think the fors and against are of introducing the lesson and the topic and to say, right, today we're going to talk about cats or whether you should just take in a cat and say, what's this? You know, just spring <laughs> it on the students. Do students like that kind of surprise? I don't know. There's, there's a lot of studies that say you should introduce it and then you should summarise it at the end. They're probably right. I, I had a student who said that he wanted to have the lesson like written the week before i mean i yeah. planning that is just impossible but I've, he wanted to know yeah. a week before so I've he could that. plan in advance yeah. to study up on the vocabulary or the grammar i agree it's a fantastic thing. I, t- I told i told my student that wanted that that she couldn't have that because i didn't want her to prepare for it and I agree that that's also my reason. I said you'll reason. get homework and then we can discuss it the following yeah, week. Yeah, I didn't want my students to think I wasn't being professional because it was almost like, you know, I can't plan that far ahead. But it's not that. It's just I want you as a student to think, how am I going to react to that? Yes. And not have all that planned in your head. So I want to know oh. how long <laughs> have you... The listeners had their students. What's the longest? Because I want somebody ah. once told me they had a student for ten years, wow. and I think they're still teaching them. So it's probably Amazing. like twelve, fifteen years now. And vice versa. How long have students had their teachers? Yes, and how do they keep it fresh? Okay. Thanks, Em. Thanks, Gav. See ya. Bye.